Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. We had a stupidly hot summer here in Austin, Texas. Specifically, it was over 100 degrees Fahrenheit for, it was a lot. It was like 60, 70 days in a row where it literally the daytime high was never two digits. It was always three. And that's the kind of weather that you can't even go to a water park because you want to go home and sit in the air conditioning and you're, you're at a water park. And that's the sort of heat that we had. Now, I do a lot of my thinking while I'm walking, and I like to take phone calls when I'm walking. So I'm actually working with a couple of clients right now that I'm I'm mentoring, and uh, I walk and talk with one of them because I said, this is how you're going to get the best out of me is if I'm able to walk and talk on the phone while brainstorming rather than just sitting in a chair. And so because I do walk so much, I also walk to figure out, this is like a bonus tip, I also walk to figure things out. If I have something on my mind or something that that maybe I don't need to solve, but that I, I want to mill and I want to turn over and I want to kind of kind of get my head around and see how I feel about it and, and just kind of adjust to it, I will walk. And so I do a lot of walking. And because of the way things work out, I never feel like walking first thing in the morning. And I never feel like walking late. And so that what that meant was that kind of a, a, a dumbly abundant amount of time I was walking during the hottest parts of the day. I, I mean, that's just ridiculous, but it's what it was, what ended up happening that like around noon, two, three in the afternoon, for some reason, that was always when I was walking. And so I just got used to just, just toughen it out. Cause I was like, well, I'm not going to go stir crazy. I'm not going to stay inside. And so I'm just going to walk and I'm just going to drench sweat and I'm going to bring water and I'm going to wear sunscreen and all that stuff, but I'm just going to be hot. And so it was just uncomfortable. It wasn't ever unsafe. But because I was stubborn and unwilling to give it up, and I did it all summer long through this incredibly hot summer, I kind of got used to it. And there were days when it would get like near like 100 even instead of 105. And I it would, there would be a very light breeze and I would walk through shade and I would go, hey, this actually isn't that bad. And it got to the point where I, it, it seriously wasn't a big deal. And when I got down to like 95, I was like, oh, this is, this is a piece of cake. This is, I'm ready to go hang out and, and, you know, lay in the sun or whatever. So that was pretty cool until the other night I was at, uh, an outdoor concert and it started getting real cold. And so I had a fleece and I put the fleece on and then the fleece had pockets and I put my hands in the pocket of the fleece. And my wife, who didn't do all the uh, heat work that I did, is beside me. She's also very cold. And we're talking about how cold it is. And I, at this point, I've got my fleece on. I got my hands in my pockets and, or, or I guess my hands in my armpits. And I'm like hugging my, my arms to myself while I'm listening. And it was just like to the point where can this concert end because I'm getting cold out here. And then I said, wait a minute, hold on. I have to find out how hot it really is, what what the temperature actually is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it was 68. So at 68 degrees, which is the temperature that a lot of people keep their houses because that's the temperature that they prefer, I was really cold. And 
what not really, but I was definitely uncomfortable. And it made me think that there's maybe this kind of sweet spot of comfort. And that by pushing the upper end into the I'm comfortable at nearly 110 degrees, it's like I lost all of my cold tolerance. And I came from Ohio. I came from, my wife had horses at our house in a barn out back in Ohio. And the, the, the horse water buckets used to freeze so solidly that you'd have to go out there with a hammer and hammer through the ice so that they're, and then, you know, so you get to the water beneath. And eventually it still got so cold that you had to bring them in because there was such, there was like a six inch layer of ice around the outside and you had to let them thaw completely. And, and like the wind would freeze your eyelashes, you know, little beads of moisture in your eyelashes would freeze in the cold. It was that cold. And I get used to that. And I get used to being out in that. And so to say that it's 68 degrees, I couldn't handle myself and needed to go get another layer is kind of stupid. But that's the point. I went from that and by dragging my upper end into the mid to upper 100s, it's like I lost all of my lower end. And the metaphor here is, it's not really a metaphor, I guess, but the comparison to creative stuff, I guess it is a metaphor, is that whenever you expand into something new, it's difficult to keep full ability, full comfort, full familiarity with the old way of doing something. So anytime I start exploring a new technique, there is always the flip side of I am getting just a little bit further from the things that I do every day that I'm very good at. And actually, this is something that I can relate to recently from a creative standpoint, because it's been a while since I've written fiction. Now, I, I'm back to writing fiction just over the past few weeks, but it's hard. And it's hard because there was there was a bunch of things that happened and the upshot, the only thing that really mattered there was that I ended up taking about four, maybe five months where I just wasn't writing fiction. And that amount of time made me uncomfortable with the fiction. It made me comfortable with the new stuff. Like I get comfortable with, uh, I'm writing, ghostwriting this book. Well, I guess it's not ghostwriting. I'm co-writing this book with John Morrow, which you can find that story on my site as well. And that that interviewing and learning somebody else's story that got comfortable. I got, I got good at that. And this sort of thing that I'm doing here, writing the posts and doing the podcasts. I mean, folks, I am, I think that when you get this, there are four episodes every week, four podcast episodes that members get the extra one. So it's three public and then three posts. And then the members of my site get a bunch of extra stuff, including an extra post and a podcast every week. And I think eventually that'll go to two, but that's two extras a week for members. And what that means is that I'm, that's a lot of work. That's a lot. That's four posts and that's four podcasts heading towards seven posts and podcasts in all likelihood soon. That's a lot. And I've gotten used to all of this though. Like I've acclimatized, like I did to the heat, I've acclimatized to these entirely new skills, but it came at the expense of comfort and familiarity with what I used to be very good at. So in Ohio, I used to be very good at cold. And I used to be very good at just racking off novels and fiction just like that. But now I'm having to go back into it. And in the same way, like I will get used to the cold again to some degree. And next summer I will take time to get used to the heat again. But remembering that anytime we expand into something new, you, you, there's a tendency to lose a little bit of touch with what we used to do. It's like there's only so much creative space in our brains. And, and the more you focus on something new the less 
room, like automaticity there is to some other things. So this is a double-edged sword in my mind. I think that it's good to expand and, and this tendency to kind of hold on to what has always been and what always works is something that I have always dealt with personally. I, I don't like change. I want to hang on to things. And the way that I tell myself that it's okay is that all the new good things that have happened, there's not room for those and the old things. You know, with my kids, I can't keep doing all the things that they did when they were five if I want to appreciate the things that they're doing now that they're in their upper teens. That just, they don't go together. There's not room. And in the same way, if I want to expand and do a new creative discipline, I only have so many hours in the day and it's natural to move away and let's say de-emphasize what I used to do rather than discarding it. So that's one thing is just knowing that there's that natural ebb and flow, but you could also decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to embrace that change. I'm going to pivot and I'm comfortable enough to know that I'm going to go into a whole new realm, like Picasso entering his blue period or anybody entering a new artistic phase is to say, okay, for now, I'm kind of done with the way things used to be. And maybe I could go back to it, but it's it's a more complete severing. And that's okay in the in the evolution. And then if you come back, you may get this weird hybrid where what you used to do really well hybridizes really well with what you do well now. And it's this whole new thing, which is also exciting. So just knowing that there are these many options is a good thing to keep in mind as you grow as an artist. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com, as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book, if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.